winning the hackathon doesn't have a, a certain uh, recipe, but there are certainly few success factors that need to be accomplished. Welcome to the third episode of the ETAP podcast, where industry professionals give insight in the digital transformation of the maritime and logistics sector. My name is Sven Goivarts and I'm a documentation specialist for one of the largest container carriers. Today we welcome two-time hackathon laureate Valentin Karlan, who is a PhD student at the University of Antwerp under the Department of Transport and Regional Economics. We talk about how IT solutions contribute to the effectiveness of ports. Sven, thank you for the invitation. It's always a pleasure to talk about uh, the research that I'm conducting and also to give insights uh, over the knowledge that I'm uh, building up. Super. My first question is about an article you wrote uh, last year, which was a, a bit of a mouthful. I'm going to uh, state the title. How port community systems can contribute to port competitiveness, developing a cost-benefit framework. In that article, you claim that port competitiveness has not often been studied from the angle of ICT. Um, how has your article contributed to the academic study of the effectiveness of ports and their relation to ICT? Um, what was your methodology? I must say that from the beginning, this idea uh, grew from the research done within the frame of uh, BMP Paribas Fortis Chair mm -hmm. of Transport Logistics and Ports. Um, which noticed that there is a lack of attention to ICT systems uh, in the academia and more specifically to their cost uh, effectiveness. But the more in depth you go to study the cost and benefits of those systems, the fuzzier it gets. Therefore, in this paper we create a comprehensive framework that identifies the cost and benefits of those uh, systems and we also use a module of Antwerp Port Community Systems, APCS, to point them out. To get to your question about the methodology, we did first an in-depth literature review to define our set and cost and benefits uh, that are encountered by the port stakeholders. Then we had several interviews uh, with uh, experts from the field that indicated from our list which were the cost and benefits brought up by, uh, by the poor community system, more specifically by a module of a poor community system. Uh, that was the methodology. And further, what I can say is that I have a personal wish to really get into quantification of those costs and benefits. But the biggest barrier here really is the, the, the data availability and the trust of, uh, uh, of port stakeholders. Why are stakeholders fearful of sharing their data with, let's say, you as a university academic? Yeah, I bumped into this problem a lot uh, during my quest for, uh, for data, uh, for my research. It's also not yet 100% clear for me why this fear exists. Maybe it's the mentality of the port stakeholders or, uh, or their leaders of sharing information. And in, in some cases, I find also myself this fear uh, legitimate. Thinking from the perspective of port stakeholders, by sending that data digitally will help probably at one moment his competitor to reduce his costs. So it's kind of a matter of holding back the innovation so that the competitor would not have a chance to use it against him. It's a game. This, uh, this whole maritime business is a, is, a, is a game of taking risks. 
and uh, and try to maximize your your own profits mm-hmm. in the end and i'm sure it's not only in the in the maritime business if uh, a competitor will have any sort of benefit of my digitalized data i for sure will block and this is the mentality that nowadays uh, the port sector is uh, confronted with mm-hmm. so the the article proposed a framework um, for cost and benefit of a particular form of, uh, of, of system, which is the port community system. Can you maybe um, explain the normal functions of a port community system? Well, yes, indeed. I study in, into depth this, uh, this type of uh, ICT systems, the port community systems. And in my view, uh, the port community systems offer four uh, types of functionalities. These functionalities can be developed more or less individually, as uh, anyone can see it also from the paper, not all the ports uh, focus on developing all of them. Uh, There are also ports which have developed only one, two or three Mm -hmm. of them. These uh, functionalities help stakeholders to share information over logistics, customs, navigation and dangerous goods uh, uh, declarations. Furthermore, each functionality is set into practice uh, by what we call modules. For example, for logistics, you can have different type of notification systems or automatic uh, electronic invoicing. As well for customs, you can have only one portal for customs declaration. For the navigation function, you can arrange the log planning system and electronically reserve port infrastructure. So. Um, Port community systems, they help uh, small players in the port which mm-hmm. uh, didn't uh, develop yet their own ICT uh, systems. Mm-hmm. And there is a positive initiative from uh, port community system operators that some of the modules are offered for free access to those, uh, to those players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so where do the fees come in? Uh, when 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 are the services charged? Yeah, uh, there are of course different business plans that that are applied for these uh, these modules. Basically, these are applications offered through, through the port community uh, system. Um, some of these modules are opened for free to the stakeholders to create a critical mass, which further will increase the competitiveness of the port community system. Uh, itself and other modules they offer value-added uh, services to the users and this most of the time require uh, a fee yes Th- these value-added services can you can you give an example of those yeah port stakeholders uh, are willing to pay for added value services of course uh, but in order to offer these added value services um, information must exist and more uh, important it must exist from different uh, sources from one uh, from more than one mm-hmm. um, everybody is aware of the fact that these solutions exist and they are only one step away of being applied but stakeholders have to do this step now and move forward and share uh, information Everybody is aware of the fact that these solutions exist 
and they are only one step away of being applied. But stakeholders have to do this step now and move forward and share information. Added value services also come from bundling together information, like for example, the, the dock planning of terminal operators. Uh, if the dock planning of the terminal operators is no, then it's going to be a smooth booking system for the for the inland vessels to visit the terminals to load or unload uh, their cargo. Mm -hmm. This service today doesn't exist because mm -hmm. the information with regard to the um, uh, dock planning is not open, it's not shared by the okay. terminal operators. Uh, you seem to indicate that the port authorities themselves they communicate about this sort of system in a let's say in a positive way like these are the benefits you can have la 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 but you you seem to uh, say that we no also need to talk about the costs because these are things the stakeholders worry about like what are the costs that we gonna have to pay uh, in order for it to function mm -hmm. you, is there is there an imbalance uh, there between benefits and costs. Uh, yes, this is also what I'm trying to, to see through my uh, research. Um, sometimes uh, big players, they develop their own uh, systems on their own and try to impose them. On the other side, there are small players uh, which are forced to use uh, these systems uh, for which they don't take the most benefit uh, mm -hmm. out, of, out of those. So one of the points of my research is to see whether the cost and benefits are fairly distributed among the, the, the users of those ICT uh, uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. You are now listening to the ETAP podcast. In the second part of this podcast, we look at the case of the Antwerp port community system and we talk about Valentin's victory at the hackathon of the port of Antwerp. So about this Antwerp port community system, as I understood from your article, it's a relatively new one, which came into being around 2012. How did this specific case inform your research? Yeah, I want to, to mention that um, the experience of Antwerp with Port Community System dates back uh, in uh, 1986 with the previous uh, Port Community System SEGA. And now APCS it's a new modern uh, version which was uh, implemented but the people and the experience built during the, the other system which was used has stayed. Uh, in the paper indeed we use the example of Antwerp Port Community System but I also want to, to mention, while uh, developing this paper, I also had interviews with uh, representatives from um, Port Base of Rotterdam for the Port Community System from there, from Dakosi, from uh, Hamburg. Mm -hmm. The reason why I focused uh, on Antwerp was due to more detailed information that I was able to get. Uh, yet the same methods and the research can also can be developed and applied to other systems as well. Yes. Okay, we can shift topics uh, a bit to another thing. Uh, this is uh, yeah the occasion where we met. We, Valentin, we have met at the first hackathon of the port of Antwerp that took place in December last year. 
you and your team won the competition. Uh, congratulations <laughs> back then. With your project Book a Lock, can you explain what Book a Lock is about? Yes, I uh, remember you uh, waving your uh, notebook on the stage yes. uh, while you were announcing your uh, etap uh, idea back then. Indeed, it was a nice experience uh, where I put in practice uh, my knowledge. I can say without bragging that I have a transport engineering background, which I now uh, upgrade with the in-depth concept of applied transport economics at TPR, Department of Transport and uh, Regional Economic. Um, I started the participation as at, at the hackathons as a fun activity, actually. Mm. Uh, in the beginning, I had to Google it. Uh, what what is what is a hackathon what about? Is a hackathon? It's it's the combination of hacking and marathon together. It forms hackathon. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, well, I can say that it's a um, it's the stage where it, where uh, no idea is a failure. That um, mm. anybody can test, confirm, or um, put forward his uh, his innovative idea and then gets feedback about it and then upgrade it to, to other levels. Uh, for me personally, I'm grateful to my promoters that they suggested the hackathon participation as being my, uh, my thing, as being something for me. My team and I won the, the first port uh, hackathon here in, uh, in Antwerp with the Bukolog project. This idea started by looking at basic operations that are now happening in the port. A long story short, inland vessels are coming to the port but they don't know when they get out and all this time while they are in the port are just sailing around and burn uh, useless fuel. Our solution proposes an integrated plan planning system that based on the appointments that the inland vessels have made to the terminals, it books a time slot in the lock and also it suggests the skipper a waiting kite. Uh, this would bring benefits to the barge operator that he will not lose time and fuel to look himself for a, for a waiting spot or to, to find a, a lock through which he can pass, but also will bring benefits to the community. Uh, there are, aren't going to be conflicts anymore with regard to the free docks uh, occupations, so therefore uh, we definitely would like to see our um, book a lock as an added value module uh, in the Antwerp port community system maybe at some moment in time. Exactly, because I was trying to put those two together and I figured like wouldn't that be your ambition to have the book a lock as a module for the APCS? Yes indeed, that will be the, uh, the perfect scenario, the best uh, solution in our view. Uh, it's not a secret that the, the willingness to pay from the point of view of uh, skippers for such an app it's low and they prefer just to sail, uh, sail around and find their own way mm -hmm. rather than having a centralized uh, coordination uh, system. For this uh, point we have uh, already initiated contact with uh, Mr. John Kerkov uh, representing APCS and also with Kronos, the ITer that participated in the in the hackathon, and uh, based on the support that uh, we further will get, we might push our idea uh, as part of uh, APCS. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You also won another hackathon, Valentin. Which one was that? It was the Volvo one. 
can you uh, can you say something about that? Indeed, I uh, participated um, to my uh, second hackathon, which was the the Volvo Hackathon organized here in uh, in Antwerp, and there as well we won the the competition. Yeah. Winning the hackathon doesn't have a, a certain uh, recipe, but there are certainly uh, few success factors that need to be accomplished. First you have to have uh, a mixed team of ITers and also experts in the field. You have to have a, a good pitch that will convince not only the experts in the in the jury but also the the mass of people to be uh, clear enough to be understood by everybody. And uh, what is also important is the bond within the group that everybody is on the same uh, frequency. First you have to have uh, a mixed team of ITers and also experts in the field. You have to have a good pitch. What is also important is the bond within the group that everybody is on the same frequency. And the solution you proposed there at a, a Volvo Hackathon, uh, what was that about? The solution that we proposed serves the trucking companies. Uh, some of the people are laughing with us, saying that we have used uh, the book lock and we only uh, switched the uh, barge with the truck and the uh, lock with uh, with gate. But actually, it wasn't. It, it isn't true. Uh, also, there we started from scratch. We looked at the problems that uh, road transport companies are facing, and we are hel helping with our solution uh, the dispatchers take decisions when unexpected events are happening and uh, when a, a decision has made through our app um, the solution is also spread to the truck drivers in their uh, GPS and the route is changed. So uh, it's an innovative idea, it's not yet used now and also there we are hoping uh, to move, uh, to make further steps and to reach in, our, in the implementation stage. The prize you won there was an incubator uh, phase at the started KBC. Are you going to do that for the project? Yes, indeed. The, the actually, during the Volvo Hackathon, we won uh, three prizes. Uh, one prize um, was free entries to SEBIT conference. Uh, this was most interesting for the ITers. Uh, a second prize that uh, uh, we won was a, a trip to Gothenburg, to the Volvo factory there, uh, where we will have to, the chance to see the insides of uh, truck building. And the third uh, and most important prize is uh, one year of incubation that started at KBSA. Uh, we are uh, looking forward to get into this uh, program. Actually, now in April, it's um, a call to apply for a project. Of course, we passed our, this step by winning the hackathon. Mm -hmm. And uh, from May on, we are looking forward uh, to see what uh, the program offer that KBSA can offer us. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay, uh, thank you, Valentin. Uh, no, thank you as well for the invitation. Uh, welcome. I hope it was clear and uh, I hope uh, your listeners um, 
will also use this knowledge uh, for further ICT developments or um, developments that are helping the port operations. I'm sure they will. Thank you for uh, your explanation and have a good day. Have a nice day too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the EdTap podcast. Feel free to comment on the episode on our SoundCloud or visit facebook.com slash podcast. Those are three Ps. For more information, go to etappodcast.blogspot.com. Be sure to tune in next time and have a good day.